Today's episode is brought to you by King Realty and Management Incorporated, a full-service residential real estate brokerage with a multi-generational approach. Are you looking to invest in real estate here in Texas? Or better yet, are you looking to sell your home? Be sure to contact King Realty and Management. Visit kingrealtytx.com slash podcast. Millennial versus Machine, how I got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same thing. Let's jump right into today's conversation. Hello, hello. It's Courtney again with another episode of Millennial versus Machine. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. It's funny because I wanted to talk about two things and as I was preparing for this, I thought, oh no, I've got to break it up into two different podcasts. So today we are going to pick back up where we left off, which was um, discussing another alternative to the traditional route of investing in real estate. Okay. So just to kind of back it up a little bit before we talked about investing in what is known as a REIT, a real, uh, excuse me, a real estate investment trust. Um, and today we are going to talk about a second alternative to the traditional route. Before I do this, I wanted to share a quick little email that I got the other day. I'm not going to share her name because I didn't ask her <laughs> um, if she wanted to be made known. Um, but I received an email and it just totally blessed me and I'll, I'll tell you why here in a minute, but this is what she said. She says, hi, Courtney. I just received my very own copy of millennial versus machine. I too have student loan debt. I also had the idea of purchasing property as a solution, but then I thought it to be just a pipe dream. But hearing your story made me believe that it is possible. I can buy an asset that will pay off my student loans. Thank you so much. Um, so this blessed me particularly because last week, you guys know that um, I was having a hard time and I took a little pause and was encouraged last week just at the thought that our purpose is tied to our testimony and our testimony really has the potential of helping a lot of people. And so I get this email within the last couple of days and I'm like, okay, Court, you're on the right track. So I share this with you guys because yes, you can invest in real estate, okay? Um, and also you have a testimony that you can share that you can use to help other people. Like it's way beyond student loans. It's way beyond just us personally, but it's about helping others. And so um, I just wanted to thank uh, the individual that sent me that email, um, and just, it blessed me. And I just, you guys blow me away just sharing, um, the reviews of the book and asking questions and stuff like that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So let's talk about another alternative to the traditional route of investing in real estate real quick. Just to recap, traditionally investing in real estate is what I did. Um, got a mortgage, bought a property, um, rented the property out, and uh, the rest is history. You got to read the book, which is available on Amazon, if you forgot. Um, the second one 
this, the alternative to that, if you're, if you're like, you know what, I just don't have enough money to put down. I'm not ready to do the traditional route, but I still want to earn money somehow. The other alternative that I talked about is investing in a real estate investment trust. And I'll link the, um, in the show notes, I'll put what episode I talked about that. I want to say it is episode 28, um, where we talk about REITs, real estate investment trust. There, you're actually investing in shares um, of a company that owns different real estate assets, okay? Now, today, I want to talk about syndication, real estate syndication, or you'll hear me use the term syndicates, okay? And this is the second alternative to the traditional investing route. And I'm going to tell you what it is exactly. And then I think what really stands out is if I compare um, investing in a REIT to investing in a syndication or a syndicate. Okay. And then you really see the contrast, the, the, the big difference. Okay. So, um, investing in a syndicate is basically where there is one individual who's the sponsor. Sometimes that sponsor has the most money or skin in the game. Um, they identify a property. Um, usually they focus on a particular asset class. So like, let's say it's a you know, between 100 and 150 unit apartment complex, okay? Or let's say it's a single family home for like a smaller syndicate. But they identify this individual property, then they get a bunch of different investors. It could be anywhere from three investors all the way up to 50, 100 investors. But they get other investors to invest in a particular asset, and it's like a crowdfunding for real estate, okay? So what that entails of is you've got this one individual sponsor who's kind of like the shot caller. And then you have, let's say, five other investors that are pooling their money together to invest in a particular project, in a particular asset. And that's how it goes. Um, the sponsor typically is taking care of the day-to-day operations and providing the investors with either monthly or quarterly or annual reports. Um, and then also all of the income from the investment or the losses um, pass through through the uh, pass through to the different individual investors, okay? Um, usually a syndicate is like an LLC. Um, I'm not an expert at syndication. Um, I've studied it. I know some clients that have been a part of it, but that's not my expertise. But I do want to highlight this as an alternative because guys, we all should be very um, well-versed and very educated um, about kind of the different alternatives, right? Um, So let's talk about the seven main differences between investing in a REIT and investing in a syndicate, okay? Um, And then I'll throw in a couple of points here and there uh, in terms of how it is different from investing in an individual property like I did, the traditional route. I'm using air quotes, you can't see it (laughs) if you're listening to the podcast. Um, Okay, so number one, uh, one of the differences between investing in a REIT and investing in a syndicate is the number of assets. Typically, a REIT has multiple properties 
um, or asset types in a large portfolio. And oftentimes those assets are across different regions. So it's not necessarily one state or one city. It could be individual assets across the nation, across the state. Um, you have it, every, everything is a little bit different um, just depending on the REIT, okay? Um, but on the flip side with a syndicate, you are investing in primarily one project, one asset. And typically that asset is, or that project is in a very focused and defined location, okay? The second main difference between investing in a REIT and a syndicate is ownership. In a REIT, you are investing in shares of a company that pay dividends, okay? In a syndicate, you are investing in the property itself. So you, depending on the structure, obviously, of, of your agreement with all of the investors and the sponsor, but you have actual ownership of the um, asset that the group of investors is investing in. The third uh, main difference is that most REITs are um, on the stock exchange. And so, you know, you just jump in there and you buy the shares. Now, the SEC actually regulates uh, syndications. And so they are not able to, excuse me, they don't allow um, syndicates to be publicly advertised. So really it's all about who, you know, they're <laughs> making different connections in the, uh, investment world. Um, that was number three, number four, the investment minimums. It is really easy to get into a REIT, um, because again, you're buying shares. And so the minimum to get involved in that is oftentimes, um, a lot lower than a syndicate. Um, investments in a syndicate can range anywhere from 10,000 all the way up to a hundred thousand dollars. It just kind of depends on the nature of the project, how many investors are involved and, and so forth. Um, the fifth main difference between investing in a REIT and a syndicate is liquidity. Um, and like I said, it, with the fact that you don't need much to get started investing in a REIT, um, versus a syndicate, you can get in and out of those shares um, as you see fit. So it's, uh, the REIT is a lot more liquid. Usually in a syndicate, um, the operating agreement with all of the investors is very well defined. Um, sometimes it can be a three year project, sometimes five years. Every project is a little bit different. Um, you know, if your syndicate is investing in a actual development, um, of let's say a subdivision, then obviously that's going to be a little bit more longer term. So if you're considering the REIT idea, um, then you definitely need to, um, have your goals in mind, um, before you start exploring those options. Okay. So we just talked about the fifth difference, which is liquidity. The sixth difference is tax benefits. This is big. And I'm actually going to do a bonus episode, um, regarding this because I haven't talked that much about tax benefits of real estate investing since I first started the podcast. And I do talk about it in the book. Um, but in a REIT, you don't really get tax benefits. I mean, you got to report the income, the dividends that are paid out, right? Um, however, with 
the syndicate, since you are actually investing in a property and you have ownership of that property, you do get to enjoy some of the tax benefits. Those benefits are divided among the different investors. Um, so you have to keep that in mind. But if you go back to episode 11, um, I've got this in the show notes as well. I uh, did an interview with the CPA um, and real estate investor, um, Barbara, and she went over kind of the biggest tax benefits that you enjoy as a real estate investor. So that's episode 11 of the podcast. You can check it out. Uh, but again, in a syndicate, you do experience um, more of the tax benefits because you're an actual owner, part owner of a property. Um, and then the last main difference are the returns. And the way I like to look at this is um, you potentially have quote unquote good returns in either a REIT or a syndicate. Okay. That's all relative. Um, but I have noticed is the more you invest, the greater the yield. Okay. So with that being said, um, because it's easier for people to get in and out of REITs and the minimums are so low, I do believe, and again, this depends on the REIT. It also depends on the project um, that the syndicate is working on. But I do believe you are going to um, get a higher return on investment if you were to um, participate in a syndicate versus a REIT. Now, let me tell you this, um, because in a syndicate you are sharing the profits and the losses and the tax benefits with the other investors, your returns may be lower in that versus investing in the project yourself, right? Now, at the same time, we know that especially um, syndicates are sometimes larger projects. And so you also have to factor in the time commitment um, in addition to the, uh, the financial commitment, right? So the time commitment of investing in the project yourself, going kind of more of the traditional investor route is, um, it's going to vary, right? So yes, the returns might be a little bit higher there, but also your involvement on the day-to-day -day is actually going to be higher. And so, um, you got to put a price on that, right? Time is a commodity that, um, is the most precious, <laughs> Um, because once, you know, the time passes, it's passed, we can't get it back. Okay. So, um, I hope this gives you an idea of what syndication is, um, for some of you guys that may not want to be involved in the day to day, but you've got the capital, um, to invest, you know, this syndication idea might be good for you. Um, because I see a lot of the dark, the quote unquote dark side of business and investing. If you are considering this route of investing, you really need to make sure you do your due diligence and you need to know who are these investors that are a part of it, right? Um, what is their character like? What, what is their, uh, track record in terms of investing? All of this is really important guys. Cause I'll tell you right now, I, don't do business just with anybody. Like I got to pray about it. I got to, you know, do my due diligence. I got to figure out, okay, who exactly are these people and what are they about? Because, you know, um, culture and philosophies and all of that really do matter. And so, um, I will just really drive that home. Just like I did on the episode about the REITs is that make sure you are doing your research. Okay. Don't just trust what somebody says, but 
verify, right? I mean, gosh, we live in the internet age. Like we can verify anything. Okay. So make sure you do that. Now, um, I'm going to drop a bonus episode. I don't know when, um, it'll probably be here in the next couple of days and it has to do with Trump's tax returns and it's not what you think. Okay. But stay tuned because the bonus episode is coming. If you have any feedback about the podcast, um, definitely go to CourtneyMKing.com slash podcast, send me a message. Um, and also if you wouldn't mind, um, subscribing to the podcast or rating, reviewing it. Um, when you do this, it really helps the, uh, other people that may be interested in, in investing in real estate or getting their student loans paid through investing in real estate. Um, it just brings us higher and higher in the rankings. So, um, thank you so much for tuning into another episode and I'll see you next time. Bye. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, be sure to visit CourtneyMKing.com slash community. And oh, by the way, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your peeps who are looking to get out of student loan debt. Until next time.